0: That is cute. Very prepared.
1: Well, nice to meet you.
0: <laughs> nice to meet you, too.
1: Nice to see you. Thank you for being on time. Of course. I appreciate you for being on Kenneth Goes Live. But today is Shay Goes Live. Ah.
2: <laughs> che, Che,
1: Che, you already know. It's your boy Zoe with Hunter Hill. You are now tuned in with Kenneth Goes Live. Let's
0: get it. What we do here is go back, 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 back,
2: back. back. Yeah. yeah.
0: Kenneth goes live. Kenneth goes live.
2: Kenneth goes live, baby baby. Kenneth
1: goes live. Kenneth 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 goes. goes live. Kenneth goes live. Um, I got these new icebreaker cards. They're like for a deeper conversation. So I'm gonna have you pick a category and then I'm gonna have you choose the color. The color, well the categories are dreams. Exposed, Beliefs, Life Lessons, Courage, and Self-Awareness. So pick a category.
0: Mm. Let's do self-awareness.
1: Self-awareness. Okay. So I want you to pick a card.
0: Out of these?
1: Yeah, like on this section though, because this is gray. Okay. Where in your life... Are you living in a bubble? See, this is so funny. My friend, um, I tested out with my friend today. Mm-hmm. So like do a check-in, and I do the same thing I'm doing with you, and she picked the same, the same exact card. card.
0: <laughs> See, okay, I think that's, like, alignment when stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't believe in coincidences. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like that happened. On purpose.
1: So do you want to choose another one?
0: No, I want to choose that one. I feel like that's the one I was aligned to choose. That's what I'm saying. Because your friend picked that one earlier when you were like. It's a reason. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Hmm. it's like, yeah. (laughs) But Okay. What was the question again?
1: Where in your life are you living in a bubble?
0: Oh, I don't really know what that means. Like, I know what that means. She said the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a hard question. So what I told her is
1: that like. What do you consider, like, have your own definition of a bubble? What is a bubble to you? And then have that, like, use that to develop your answer.
0: So when I think of a bubble, I think of, like, me just being, like, isolated. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm isolated, like, when I actually do have, like, free time, like, actual free time. Mm -hmm. Like, that's when I'm in my bubble. Really just watching TV or probably just, like girl on my phone honestly okay so I guess my free time is my bubble
1: okay and if you don't you know there's no area in your life where you feel like you're in a bubble that's okay too
0: yeah so, um
1: that's also what I told her because it's like it is what you, what your answer is basically
2: yeah
0: what was her answer now I'm curious
1: she said something else with like you know spending time with like her partner and like family
0: yeah i was thinking like kind of family too but i'm like are you in a bubble if you with your family yeah so that's why <laughs> she didn't really know how to answer it too yeah
1: <laughs> what's on your feet today i have to ask you those type of questions because you know you're in the shoe world
0: of course, so of what, course. what's on your feet today today i have on Vomeros. Vomeros. y'all have probably seen these Vameros because i wear them all the time mm-hmm. the this the is probably yeah it's okay. a little silver they're just so easy to throw on and they're so comfortable like mm-hmm. i need more pairs of them actually This is my only pair right now.
1: I may cut me some. They do look comfortable. You
0: should, yeah. Then it's just like wearing them is so easy. Like putting them on with outfits. Mm
1: -hmm. What I noticed, though, like I've been peeped them out, but then like I seen the trend go up and up.
0: Mm -hmm. Of more people (laughs) peeping them out. (laughs) Yeah, so then I was like.
1: "Uh." (laughs) Yeah. But I just make sure I'm going to just make sure to get some ones that I like. They have a bunch
0: of colorways, so it's like you can find you a color. Mm-hmm. That nobody else got.
1: See, that's why I like. I want to mm-hmm. be unique and yeah. be comfortable in it as well. Okay. Shay has on Vameros. Yes. How many pairs of shoes do you have?
0: <sighs> that's a hard question. An estimate. If I had to estimate. Mm-hmm. If I had to throw a number out there, I would say somewhere around like 60. That's not but that's difference. hard because it's like, okay, being a girl, you have like your boots, your heels, your sandals, your flats. Your work shoes that you wouldn't wear nowhere else but work. <laughs> hmm. So, like, just, like, tennis shoes, sneakers, probably, like, 60. 60. Other okay. shoes included, we probably had, like, 100. I don't know. Okay. That's not a bad...
1: How do you, like, organize them? Like, do you have, like, those...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, you know, how to? I... I know what
0: you're talking about. Those yeah. clear things? Yeah. I refuse. Why? Because, like, I feel like... I don't know, like, I feel connected to my boxes a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. and it's Because
1: they're unique. Sometimes the yeah. boxes are, like, collectibles in a way. I like
0: my boxes. Like, I don't throw away my boxes. So okay. they're all in their boxes, just kind of, like, stacked. And I would say right now they're kind of organized by, like, what I wear the most is what's more easily accessible to me. Because mm-hmm. I'm short, and mm-hmm. my shoes stack up pretty high. So it's, like, the shoes that I'm not trying to wear as much mm-hmm. might be, like, higher up to where it's harder for me to get them. True. Yeah.
1: Making them have less access to you.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. Okay. So, and what's your favorite pair of shoes?
0: Of mine or Here. ever. Hmm. Let's start with of mine. Yeah, yours. Okay. I have a couple favorites, just for like different reasons. Mm-hmm. I would say these Vameros are my favorite to wear. Okay. But they're not my favorite shoes that I have.
1: Okay. So, Vomero's favorite shoes to wear. Yes. And then what are just in general?
0: Um, So, that changes sometimes. Like, well, my main favorite shoe is probably going to be the Black Seaman 3s. Okay. That's a shoe that I just love and have always loved. Okay. this is my That's second. a classic, though, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This the is classic. my second pair of them. Mm-hmm. I had to get them again. I think the first pair I got was in, like, the eighth grade. Okay. Um, I also love the Pine Green SB4s. It's definitely a favorite. I gotta see those. They came out this year. They were well, not this year. We're in a different year now. Last Maybe, year, so many colorways. They're really popular. They're like white, green, a little bit of like tan, like a little gum.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Super nice, super comfortable. But they're just a shoe that I don't like to wear a lot because like they're just so nice.
1: How did you get intro- How did you get introduced to shoes? Because I mean, I guess eventually. you're develop a passion for them so how did that like start
0: yeah so like the passion I would say the passion probably started like kind of middle school maybe like fifth grade or so like you know when you start developing your own like personal style
2: Mm.
0: like my personal style was like never super girly Mm. it was always like sneakers but even before that like me and my family like to match shoes and stuff so it's like let's say if my dad bought some shoes like now, me and my brother got the shoes, too, you know? That's <laughs> so That's common. Exactly. Okay. So, that's how it started, mm-hmm. which is kind of, like, matching with my family. But then I started to have my own style and pick my own stuff. and mm-hmm. The passion just grew from there. Mm-hmm.
1: I like the style you did um, recently. You matched the cardigan with some sneakers.
0: Mm-hmm. And see, you got to, you know, mm-hmm. you when you're a girl, you got to dress your shoes up, like, you to where you're still cute, but... Yeah.
1: (laughs) So you transitioned from New Orleans to Houston when you were about seven because of Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. So are your memories vivid? What do you remember?
0: Like from living in New Orleans? Yeah. My memories are vivid. Like Mm -hmm. I have vivid memories from living there. I remember people from there, like my schools. Tell me about them. So...
1: (laughs) (laughs) This kind goes love, I
0: remember some very like one name that sticks out to me, like I don't know where she is now. she's probably gonna be like, "Why is this girl saying my name?" <laughs> <laughs> but it was this girl named Aaron Asia in and my first grade class. Name. It is, and her name has always stuck with me my whole life. like I've just always remembered Aaron Asia like just that name, but um, I went to Berman. Mm. I went to Eisenhower. That's the elementary I went to out there. Mm -hmm. Um, My daycare was Kinder care. Like, I remember all of this stuff. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. But, yeah, New Orleans, it was fun growing up there. For the little time that I did grow up there, it was fun.
1: Now, explain, like, do you remember, like, the transition, you know, with Hurricane Katrina happening and then moving to Houston? Explain to me where you was mentally, if you
2: could.
0: Uh, So, looking back, it's definitely different than how I felt in the moment. Mm Because in the moment, it didn't feel as – like intense, mm-hmm. you know, being a kid, but going through something that like honestly traumatic, you know, it didn't register as being like as bad as it was, mm-hmm. you know. But definitely when I first moved out here, it was like we really just came out here to evacuate from the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And we went to like hotels downtown and that's where we kind of was like first. I don't know if we were there for maybe like a couple weeks or.
1: So who are you transitioning with?
0: Pretty much my household. Okay. My household, like my mom, dad, mm-hmm. sister, brother. Um, my grandma also came, my uncle, my auntie, so mm-hmm. my mom's siblings. Okay. That's pretty much it. And at that time, my mom's siblings didn't have no kids. So it was just like we were the only kids, and it was just those adults or whatever. Okay. I remember the ride. Like, the ride out here was super long, <laughs> having to get out the car and use the bathroom on the side of the highway because we in not still traffic like oh true
2: yeah Damn. i think
0: it took like a full day to mm. get here and it's only really like five hours one trip mm-hmm. okay. just to, on Damn. this way
1: yeah one trip and that was it
0: Mm-hmm. so um we went back and we got a couple of things or whatever like we got well we got most of our stuff we were able to get a lot of our stuff but my mom just decided like i don't want to live there no more
1: is this thing on? Alright, bet. So today we're highlighting Shaylen Harper. We met in the past because I bought some tuna shoes. The first shoes I bought were the Oregon 5s. Man, when I tell you, those are the those are my favorite shoes, I would say. My favorite Jays that I have. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Shay has a business called High Demand HTX. It's a boutique specializing in sneakers and handbags. If you wanna cop some shoes, you know, you know, if you wanna, you wanna get the J's, the new J's, you wanna get some Yeezys, you wanna get some Telfar bags, whatever. Shay got you. If you got a fit in trying to match some tennis shoes or a bag with it, Shay got you. Shay will help you put it all together, you know? How the man got you. Stay in the loop on the drops. Follow her on IG at highdemand.htx. Now back to the episode. So let's talk about the name High Demand. I was thinking about that the other day. And mm-hmm. just as I, just, I was developing questions for you. Um, how, why did you start to go with the name for, for your business, High Demand?
0: So I had to pick a name. I had my business in mind before I had the name. Okay. So it was like I knew what I wanted to do but I didn't I had didn't a have the for name. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like then I also seen that there was a pop-up coming up that uh-huh. I wanted to do. Uh-huh. So I needed to come up with a name in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was kind of backwards how okay. it all happened but I knew that I didn't want my like business name to have shoes in it or have sneakers or like, I didn't want to limit cliche. it. Yeah, that yeah. too. I didn't okay. want it to be cl- cliche. Mm. <laughs> I didn't want it to be cliche. I didn't want to limit it to like, you know, what if I want to sell something else and I got to change the name or. Which
1: you did start doing anyway.
0: Exactly. And I and I, I, kn- I kind of felt that already. I didn't have, a I like, knowing now what I know now is not what I knew then at all. But, like, I knew, like, it's not just going to be shoes, you mm. know, so. I wanted it to be something that's also like manifesting like mm-hmm. manifesting positive vibes around my business like manifesting for my business to be in high demand, you okay. know. So I like
1: that. Yeah. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much like an empowerment statement. Mhm. And then you know we have miss high demand. So I like yeah. how you change your RG name to that to get yeah. it connected. Exactly. I like exactly. that.
0: Branding. <laughs> And somebody else had the name I wanted to at first, but I'm glad I didn't go with that name. I like How to Man better.
1: Okay, what was the other name?
0: I can't say because they literally sell shoes too, but it's kind of like, it's not like shoes is in the name, but it's like kind of sort of. Okay. But I like How to Man better.
1: Where do you set up shop?
0: Where do I set up shop now currently? Mm-hmm. At my house. At your house. And then yeah. before,
1: how did it look? Or when you started out too?
0: When I started, it was at my house, too. So um, when I started, it was at my house. It was a lot smaller scale. Now Mm. I have a bunch of stuff in my house. Mm. Um, I had to shop. I moved out of the shop Mm. just to kind of get some things in order, some other things in order. Um, So, yeah. Now it just looks like everything that was in my shop (laughs) is at my house. In your house. (laughs) So it's kind of a mess in there. I, I wanna, I want another spot, but okay, yeah. Where,
1: how did you get? So we talked about like pretty much how you fell in love with shoes.
2: Mm-hmm. Pretty
1: much family influence, and then you started to develop your own style with the shoes. So, how did you transition to like, okay, I'm gonna start selling shoes. Mm-hmm. So how how did that start?
0: 'Cause okay. that's going
1: into like being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So walk with me there. So how did that happen?
0: So that really just happened. Okay. Like, I think it started with so my first job was Foot Locker.
1: Okay. I remember so I, reading that.
0: Yeah. So I've worked around shoes for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Since I was sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So started working at Foot Locker sixteen. Mm-hmm. And even when I worked there, like I did notice like, okay, people are selling their shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, but at that time I wasn't really interested in selling my shoes. Like I really wanted to just keep my shoes. Then once I got to college, it would be times where like I just need a hundred dollars. I just need some money, <laughs> <laughs> and I got all these shoes. Especially working there, I'm getting my shoes on a discount, mm-hmm. so I was getting everything stuff I didn't even need. Like just whatever I. Wanted it a little bit since i had the access to it i would just get it so mm-hmm. i started selling those shoes when i just would be like okay i didn't even want these for real and at this point i need some money mm-hmm. so i started selling my own used shoes just because i was in college and i would be broke sometimes but, <laughs> you know Especially how it be. Going to UA. <laughs> oh, yeah. U.A. UH trying to go play with you. <laughs> so, pretty much, um, I think it was my last year at U.H., actually. It was, like, around COVID time and everything. I think I just had more time to really think about, like, what do I really want to do? What would really be, like, fulfilling and passionate for me? Because mm-hmm. um, I got my degree and everything. But, at that time, it just didn't really feel fulfilling even getting my degree. Mm-hmm. So, I actually I talked to somebody and I was like I seen they were selling shoes I'm like what how how are you even getting these shoes Cause at a point it was at that point in time it was hard for me to even get my own shoes so I'm like dang like I'm not working at Foot Locker no more mm-hmm. it's hard for me to get my own stuff yeah. like what what y'all doing for real so and he really broke down the game to me so I was like wow okay okay um yes yeah, so a shout out shout out to him um then let's see after that I just started to For one, sell some of my old shoes again. Mm -hmm. Um, Then it was a girl that also, like, see, like I said, I'm like a signed person. Certain stuff happened. I'm like, okay, bet. Mm -hmm. And after I talked to him, it was this girl who was looking for a pair of shoes that I had. And, like, I had a six and a half in them. I wear six and a half. She was looking for a six. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know what? If I sell her this six and a half, I'm going to start selling shoes. And I'm going to know that I'm supposed to sell shoes. <laughs> and I saw her that six and a half. So that's when I knew, like, okay. So that's when I started to buy shoes, not just in my size, but in other people's sizes, okay. men's sizes. You know, started to have brand new shoes that people could buy. Instead of just selling my used shoes or selling, like, brand new shoes that I bought that I don't want anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what made me kind of expand into that.
1: Okay. I like that. So there was a little bit that I wanted to touch on from what you just said. So I'm pretty much learning the shoe game and how it goes into getting shoes and then reselling them. So how does that work?
0: It's a lot of different ways that can work. Mm -hmm. So it can work from you botting, of course. I know everybody heard of botting. Um, And that's like more of an online thing. But there's some resellers or some people who sell shoes that they don't do the online thing at all. They're Mm -hmm. just in stores. They have plugs in these stores. They have people that they know. Mm -hmm. That's just like, hey. I'll give you X amount for X amount. Okay. Um. So it can be that, but you can also just go and do a million gazillion raffles and do it that way as well. It's a lot of different ways. Some people break into the trailers at Nike. <laughs> so many ways you can get shoes. <laughs> if you down in Memphis, you know you can break into Nike. So. <laughs>
1: Well, there you have it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you can steal UPS packages. I don't do none of that. Though.
1: <laughs> just for clarification. Yeah, just yes. for
0: clarification, I do not steal anything.
1: Yeah, she does not. Yes. Mm-mm. <laughs> you heard it here.
0: <laughs> As Shay goes by.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then there was another. So I, now I got a, a vision of it. And then pretty much, that's how the game always went, especially with you get a, tag, a ticket and then, you know, whatever, and a raffle and stuff like that's how we – used to get you standing lines, and stuff like mm-hmm. that.
0: Or, yeah, or you could just do first come, first serve, and go to these places and wait in line.
1: But now the game has changed, and I wanted to get into that. Okay. So I, there's a constant trend that I was seeing with resellers pretty much taxing on the shoes because the retail amount would be different versus why. I mean, I know Yeah. okay, just explain why. Okay. I, can, I have assumptions, but i I rather not have but assumptions. You wanna, okay. Yeah.
0: So from my point of view – I see it as kind of like how everything has a market value, whether that's the retail price or not. Mm -hmm. So, like, even on watches, a Mm -hmm. watch might be one price for retail. But once that watch is sold out Mm -hmm. and there's a whole different market price set on it, nobody's going to sell it for that retail price anymore. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, they're going to sell it higher.
0: If if that market price is higher, yeah. If
1: it's in high demand.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. See? So it's it's pretty okay. much, and that's why I named it that too, because it just kind of all flows. It fits. It's cohesive. Yeah, it and is. It with is. you
1: explaining the game, I'm, I'm starting to put two and two together. hmm
0: okay. okay. So it's kind of like a, even like, like it's kind of similar to the stock market. And I don't think people realize that's why, like that's kind of how StockX like built their platform mm-hmm. for you to be able to see like, the rise and fall of the value of the shoe, like the market value. Mm. So. Okay. It's not like necessarily just a, a dry tax, like mm-hmm. just because, but it's like a, this is the market value for this item that you want.
1: Okay. So how do you end up calculating all that?
0: Like that value? Yeah. So you can kind of determine that value from looking at what other people are selling it for. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to keep in mind, like your overhead versus theirs. Mm-hmm. Are you including shipping? Are they including shipping? You know, so are you adding tax? Do you not charge your customers tax? Mm -hmm. So that's the way you kind of like break it down a little bit more to make it more specific to you. But I think most people who sell shoes are like, so almost anything would kind of look at what their competitors are selling it for too and price it similarly to that. Okay. Maybe a little bit higher or less, but you do put that in mind.
1: I'm learning a lot in this conversation. For sure. What shoes do people buy the most from you, if you can gauge?
0: What shoes do people buy the most? I would say definitely dunks. Yes. Definitely dunks. But it changes, like, every year, like, every year, every couple years. That'll change because um, my first year, which was, like, 2020, dunks were popular, but they weren't, like, as popular. They also weren't as accessible, but... Like, that year, I wouldn't say dunks were the main issue that was bought. I True. would say, like, just over the years, though, dunks have probably surpassed, and they're probably, like, number one. Mm-hmm. The first year, Jordan 1s are really popular, too. Oh, I yeah, think you're now, right. Yeah, but now Jordan 4s are very popular.
1: Hopefully, hopefully everybody don't get on to the twos.
0: Mm, you like the twos. See, people who like the twos, I like them because you know what you like. Yeah. Not what everybody else like. Y- it's a lot know? of people
1: wearing ones, And you can kind of see the hype beast. I mean, in a way, it's fashion, and I'm into fashion a lot. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I just observe a lot with these hype beasts. Like, the ones was trending, and everybody mm-hmm. hopping on the ones, different colorways. And then you got the dunks. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I think every year or every two years, there's, like, that one shoe model that, like, just ugh, like people just cling to that. Yeah, I'm interested to see like what it's gonna <laughs> end up being this year because this year, I do think we're phasing out of dunks a little bit. Like for sure, as far as like what's the shoe that everybody just has to have, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I think maybe we could do a new shoe. So I'm, mm. I'm interested to see what that's gonna be. What could it be? All right, and I another? feel like it needs to be these Vameros, but you oh. don't hear from me.
1: Well, they are comfortable, so that's the thing, too.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times the popular shoes aren't the most comfortable.
1: Exactly. It was some Adidas that I tried on, like, but they weren't shoes. They were, like, slides, like sandals. Mm-hmm. I love the way they looked. I forgot the name of them. Um, I can't even remember the name. But it was just, it was a nasty colorway. It was just clean. <laughs> so I went in the store. And I was like, okay, let me, the price was good. So I went in the store, I looked at it, tried it on. And they felt like I was, like it was, it was a wood base, and I'm like mm-hmm. this is not comfortable. So I have just been seeing people like gallivanting around with these shoes on, and they're not even comfortable. Are
0: they the ones that kind of look like wavy a little bit? They're
1: colorful. They have a strap on them. They're like, they're a little old though. Like they're like Adidas. Was Pharrell? Was it a collaboration with Pharrell? Mm-hmm. I gotta show you. Remind me to show you after we get off.
0: I will. Adidas is a tricky brand because some yeah. of their stuff is really comfortable, mm-hmm. and then some of their stuff is really just not at all. And it's just like, so where was the comfort when y'all was making this? <laughs>
1: and Adidas do have some hidden gems mm-hmm. um, if, if you just kind of just look. But yeah,
0: ladies, y'all gotta tap into the. I think they're called Samba Rose. Samba I think they're Rose. called Samba Rose, and they're like. They have a platform. I know the regular Sambas don't have the platform, and I know the Sambas have been getting some love lately, but I really like the ones with the platform.
1: Samba rose. I got to see how those look.
0: They kind of like, okay, you know how Rihanna had the Fenty Creeper? Mm Mm-hmm. You know how they have that sole, that thick sole? Yeah. You know how a regular Samba looks? Yes. Put that sole on a Samba.
1: Oh.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Very chic. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Very classic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which sneaker are you trying to bring into your inventory?
0: Um, I don't know. <laughs> what sneaker am I trying to bring into my inventory? Sneaker?
1: I like brand. Our particular, yeah, style.
0: I need some foam runners. Actually, okay. that's the next like kind of sneaker brand purchase that I'll probably make. Okay. Yeah, well, my mind was going to Uggs just now because, like, as much as I love sneakers, I love Uggs. (laughs) Uggs is like right there. Like, sneakers is here, Uggs is like,
1: I gotta give me a pair, they're very comfortable.
0: Yes, I love Uggs, like, that's such a comfortable brand.
1: And then, how do you pick what shoes are in your inventory? Um, which ones are in high demand?
0: It could be that. It could be that. Like, sometimes I'll pass on a shoe. Like, I can come back and get that later. Mm -hmm. But if I know, like, okay, the price is going to go up if I wait, then I'll go ahead and get them then. Mm -hmm. If I find a shoe for a decent price, like, right then and there. Because I do a lot of these, like, pop-ups and sneaker conventions and stuff. So, let's say if I find a shoe, like, I might not even be looking for no shoes that day. But if I find, like, a really good deal, then I'm like, let me go ahead and snag this right now. Okay. But I also do it based kind of, like, on color on style like mm-hmm. I know right now I've been thinking like I don't have any purple shoes mm-hmm. so I maybe should get some purple I try to do it like off of color but also like let's say I might have some silver Jordans but I don't have some silver comfortable little running shoes hmm. so you
1: gotta have a, a balance Above worlds.
0: Exactly. So it's going to be the color, but then it's also going to be like, okay, but I have to break it down by style. So I might have shoes that's the same color, but they're different styles. I would wear them with different types of outfits.
1: And that's how you diversify your portfolio that you have. Mm-hmm. Down to a science. Okay. Are you into setting the trends with what shoes you bring into your inventory? Like, you mm-hmm. know, like this is a different type of shoe. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of want to, and you know, people don't really know about this shoe. Mm-hmm. But now you, now you bought and you want to put it on them, have people, you know, buy them as well.
0: I do that sometimes. Hmm. I don't do that all the time because it's like when you're running a business, everything got to make sense mm-hmm. still at the same time. So it's like as much as I would like to set these trends, I also need to buy stuff that I know people are going to buy. Mm-hmm. But like I do like to kind of do that in my own personal style. like, okay. And I might wear the things that I feel like should be trendy. And then that can also influence my business because, like, everybody knows, like, I don't just sell shoes. I wear them, too. So mm-hmm. if somebody sees me wearing something, that might be like, you know what? I saw that online and seen it on you. I do like that, you know? So I probably try to do that more with my personal style a little bit mm-hmm. more than, like, with my actual inventory. But when I do get good feedback from things, then I will put it into my inventory.
1: Okay. And that's a good way to separate it because you can't kind of always force something new and different for people. In exactly. a way You just gotta kind of Read the room And then adapt Exactly Cause you're a business You're selling t- To consumers
0: Mm-hmm. So And a good way to do that too Is like pre-orders So I don't necessarily Have uh-huh. to buy it first mm-hmm. You know Kinda see If anybody wants, even want it Yeah
1: see the demand behind it
0: mm-hmm.
1: I like that So We're gonna take a break And we're gonna do A segment that I like To call K What is it called I forgot <laughs> Kenneth Goals Live. If you made it this far, I'm gonna give you a high five. Right now is a quick intermission where I ask my guests five questions in 30 seconds. Let's get it. Oh, Lord. (laughs) So I'm gonna start the timer after the first question. All right. What is your favorite album or song that's been released recently?
0: off the top of my mind, I have to say Ganger by V's. Repeat that again. Ganger by V's.
1: Okay. And one travel destination on your bucket list?
0: I definitely gotta go somewhere in Africa, and I know that's super vague, and it's a continent. I know that, but I don't necessarily have a set place there. I just feel like as a black person, I need to go.
1: Show you like?
0: Girlfriends.
1: Is up, I think I flopped it when I asked you the question again. <laughs>
0: Which way? When
1: I asked you to repeat your answer, the first. Oh,
0: time. okay. It's okay. We just know, like, the timer is not up.
1: <laughs> One essential that you take while you go on a walk.
0: Because I know you
1: like to go on walks.
0: I do. <laughs> when I go on walks, I guess my phone is an absolute. I have to have that because. Can anybody come and give me? Can I mean, I gotta be able to make some calls. <laughs> exactly. I so I, I gotta have that.
1: An athlete you're rooting for?
0: Anthony Edwards.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, really into sports, so. I
0: love like? basketball, like the NBA. Hmm. WNBA. What's your strategy to hustle? um that nobody is coming to save you no one is coming to save you i mean somebody might be coming to save you i don't know and i got some people that's gonna help me too but at the end of the day like nobody's about to provide my whole life for me i wouldn't even want somebody to do that like it's all on you yeah i just feel like my life is all on me Mm -hmm. so
1: you have to depend on yourselves
0: Mm -hmm. so i gotta go hard for me and my kids i ain't got no kids (laughs) Your future kids. <laughs> exactly. But, but that wealth. is something I think about a lot, like making sure that I'm putting in the work now mm-hmm. for my later, for my kids, for their kids, you know, generational wealth, black mm-hmm. wealth. I think all that is very important.
1: Thinking longevity. Mm-hmm. How are you switching the game up in the future? What are some changes coming soon to high demand?
0: Mm-hmm. Changes in things that I'm selling. Not okay. changes, okay. Additions. Okay. Yeah, we're adding some things. What
1: is what are what are you adding?
0: Some things. So
1: you, you gotta you know
0: So I'm adding some merch. Okay. I'm adding merch again. I already had merch. I don't know. Y'all you might per, remember that.
1: Um how you put Teflar? Tef tell far Yes. yes. <laughs> far. It's like
0: half the world says Teflar. I hear that so much like
1: But how is it written? Is it it's, written yes, yeah, written Telfar? I think it's C E
0: L F A R. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to keep the Telfar. I going to keep the shoes, but I definitely want to have more clothing for you guys. Just make it more of like a one-stop shop. Okay. And just have more accessories too.
1: Okay. Are you planning to become a full-time entrepreneur?
0: Yes. That's definitely the goal. But Mm. I feel like if you can work, then you might as well.
1: Hmm. Like, why not? Where do you see this transition heading?
0: This transition? Like in terms terms
1: of full-time?
0: Oh, so I do see myself being a full-time entrepreneur, and I see myself being someone who travels a lot. That's okay. my goal. Mm-hmm. I want to see the world.
1: What's like your advice so far with being an entrepreneur? That you can, like, you're just up and coming entrepreneurs, and yeah. maybe in the same industry as you right now. But what's your advice you can give them?
0: Um, I would say just start, just do whatever it is that you're trying to do because try to make it perfect. It's not going to be perfect anyway. Mm-hmm. So, it's no point in wasting time waiting on making something perfect when you can just start. Um and also just make sure you got your financials together. Like keep your financials together cuz it's a lot harder trying to go back mm-hmm. and do it versus like just doing it as you go.
1: Okay. And what about like specific advice in terms of somebody just want to they kind of see you like, mm, "I want <laughs> to
0: start shoes <choose> too." <laughs> I want to be like, Miss High Demand. (laughs) (laughs) So advice I have for that is, like, also just put your foot out there, get out there, do events, Mm -hmm. you know, make connections. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then I've seen that you've been going to, like, different type of pop-up shops. That's been helping in terms of your circuit and marketing yourself as well. Mm -hmm. How does marketing play into everything?
0: So, like, as far as the pop-up shops, I really like doing them because I like to talk, like, face-to-face, mm-hmm. like, especially when it's something that it's, like, it's mine, you know, like, now let's say me going into my job, like, I like to work from home, mm-hmm. but <laughs> since this is my thing, like, I like being there to see how everything is running, talk to the people, whatever questions that they have, it's like, I can answer Instantly And honestly, to where people can tell like, oh, like this is her business. There's no way she's
1: door to door connection.
0: Exactly. You know, so and I get that a lot when I do these pop ups. They're like, oh, yeah, I could tell like you run this because, you know, everything just like this, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that's a good way to market yourself, actually, is being out there, and actually having these conversations with people face to face, talking about your business and stuff, you know. But social media is also great. Social media is great because it's free, Mm-hmm. Marketing, you know, you have to pay for these pop up shops and let's say, especially if you're new, what if you don't sell anything? But you mm-hmm. but you did still pay essentially for your marketing. Mm-hmm. Cause you I'm sure you got some followers, got your name out there, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> 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 so
2: <laughs> Oh my <laughs>
1: How are you living up to the mission of creating a safe place for women and sneakers?
0: I think I'm doing a great job, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen that there's more um, women selling shoes now. Mm-hmm. And I think also, like, me being a woman and selling shoes makes women more comfortable shopping with me. Uh, so. That
1: gets to have a different type of conversation.
0: hmm Definitely different conversation. Definitely, like, I can understand you more and what you're going for. If you show me your outfit, it's, like, it's easier for me to be like, okay, girl, you could do this and this. You want to tell Far2? You know? So. Mm-hmm. It's easier to connect with women.
1: True, true, true. What are your actions to ensure everyone feels confident?
0: Um, So I think definitely making sure people are buying like what fits them, what works for them. I'm mm-hmm. not the type of person that's going to sell you a shoe that doesn't fit your size. Mm-hmm. If I could tell your toe is all the way at the top, like, I mean, if you just want to buy it, then okay. But I'm not the type to like force You're not going to let that go. Yeah, like, I I might tell you, like, hey, that's a little tight, but if you want it, you know, Um, and then also just, like, making sure, like, I kind of can tell what people's style is, like, even... Uh, sitting in here right now, like mm-hmm. I can see your style. So when you come to me and say, hey, what do you have in my size? I can send you stuff that I feel like you would like this and look good in this because I can already see how you dress.
1: And that's what I've done with you before. When I did buy some stuff. Hey, do you got a t- you got to <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> send in the hair? Exactly. And that's what a lot of people
0: sneakers, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll send everything I have. But it's like I kind of already know, like, mm-hmm. mm, this is more his dollar and this might not. So I'll try to maybe let you know, like, I think this would look really nice on you, you know.
1: My favorite shoes that I got from you were the Oregon Fives. Like, if I have to put all my shoes, lay them out, that's one standout shoe that I have in my collection. I really do love them.
0: The material on them is nice. Mm -hmm. I love when a shoe is actually really nice quality and, like, the material just holds up well. And I know those have the suede, and I love green. That's my favorite color. And I
1: always do with, like, a pop of color. So I may wear all black unit, and then I have my Mm -hmm. green Fives right here.
0: I love a all black look. Like you see I love a yeah. all black.
1: You gotta get the pop of color going.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely.
1: What are some goals you have in mind for High Demand?
0: Goals I have. I just my goal is to be just the biggest woman in sneakers. High to man to be the biggest brand in sneakers, in sneaker stores. Mm-hmm. Um I just wanna have such a bigger selection of, of things to offer. I want to have the brand be more of a solidified brand, Mm -hmm. more merchandise, like I said, with the clothing and stuff like that. So that's goals that I have. I want to hire employees, you know, I want other people to be able to also like, I want to be able to help other people with this, like by employing them or, you know, I also want to be able to mentor other people. So those are other plans that I have too.
2: Okay.
1: Do you ever get like discouraged at a time? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> also what, what makes you discouraged?
0: Um it's a lot of things that can make me feel discouraged, but I think it's just sometimes like what makes it feel hard is like balancing everything because like we talked about earlier like I feel like if you're able to work a job and have your business then you should, mm-hmm. but sometimes working the job makes it harder mm-hmm. to run your business. True. Cuz you like don't have that time. Mhm. I didn't work the whole time I've had my business, so it's like I I experienced what it was like to just focus on my business and that only like that be my only job, Mm -hmm. you know. So now with me working, I have two jobs now. Mm -hmm. So it's like balancing all of that. It does get kind of discouraging sometimes. Sometimes it's like okay, you know, I need to take a break or I don't know, but I don't ever get discouraged enough to where I want to quit. But it's just like I do feel like there's times where I like need a break.
1: And I bet it's times, too, like when you're like working, right, and then you have to like squeeze your passion in, too, to make it fit.
0: Exactly, exactly. Mm. Like times where it's like how the man really busy, but I'm at work, but it's like I need to respond to people. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got to keep the business going, too. You got to keep it going for sure.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you do now, though?
0: So I'm an administrative assistant mm-hmm. and I'm an executive assistant. Okay. Two hats. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know. Three. <laughs> Three. Yes.
1: Yes. I haven't been on IG in a minute. I didn't realize you had to start a new page. Um, so how did that happen to why you had to like start a new page and how did that impact your emotion with the clients and yeah.
0: Let's get into it. it. Yes. So how did it happen? I wish somebody would tell me.
2: Uh, so yeah. okay.
0: I don't know. Instagram just disabled my page mm. and I don't know why. Mm. Um, so there's that. It's
1: this page have you um researched people that can get it back for you? Yes. But it didn't work through?
0: So it's just for one, like that can be kind of sketchy. Mm. For two, I've had some people try and they couldn't.
1: Mm.
0: Um, but I have somebody else trying right now. Okay, good. So fingers crossed fingers crossed we're gonna pray for the best okay hopefully by the time this airs i have my page back
1: (laughs) february 4th
0: yes so hopefully i have my page back by then but it's impacted things because it's just made like my what's the word like visibility Mm -hmm. so much smaller like
1: because you had you you built that social media presence with the old page now And then now you have to start over on a new one and then trying to get that reach out there. Exactly. it's only, it's as much as you can do. Exactly.
0: Like it's only so much I can do. So Mm -hmm. that's been discouraging, but you know, it is what it is. Um, But yeah, it's definitely like a way smaller reach though. Yeah.
1: So are you banking on the, just fingers crossed on a new page coming back?
0: Yeah, so not just sitting back, like, fingers crossed, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, trying to make sure, even while this person's working on it, let me make sure I got a backup plan just mm-hmm. in case it doesn't work with you, you know. And in the meantime, like, if that doesn't work out, I'm just going to have to keep building mm-hmm. the new page.
1: Mm-hmm. And then what did that look like with you building the new page?
0: Building the new page, it has been a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a struggle, to be very honest. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's just... Being consistent in posting is going to mm. be the best thing for that. And that's the best way to go about anything is being consistent, you know. But being consistent in posting when your reach is not reaching like it was reaching. Mm-hmm. Then you have to, like, it's hard. get into the new mindset. <sighs> exactly. <feel> like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm really hoping and praying I can just get the main page back.
1: Okay. We're well, we going to hope for that. How do you set yourself apart from other resellers? With this being a field, being so competitive, you can go, she reselling. How do exactly. you set yourself apart? And yeah,
0: so I feel like honestly, like the vision I have for myself is a lot broader than the vision that some other resellers. Might I do have. see that.
1: I do see that from afar. Yeah, because if, if I go and look, that's kind of what I do see. Because they're, they're not offering as much things that you offer and then what you plan to offer.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So, you know, not to put anybody down, but I think like there's a difference between like resellers, people who are literally just reselling and kind of like think about it, thinking about it as more of a business that you can grow mm-hmm. into more than that, you know? And I think some of these resellers are like, they're just looking for the money. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If you started a business just for the money.
1: It's about the integrity as well.
0: But yeah, for me personally, you know, like there's a lot of resellers, like if you see them on any given day, they might not even wear sneakers. Like these might not be people that in middle school, they wasn't wearing this. This wasn't their style. This wasn't what they were already into. It's mm-hmm. a, I don't want to say a money grab.
1: Something they fell into. To make money. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. It, it's like an investment thing for a lot of people.
1: True. But you've been growing up with it.
0: Exactly. Like, this is an actual passion This is of mine. something
1: that you breathe. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, this okay. is something like... I don't, it's just different for me. It's just different. It just feels different.
1: Does navigating as a woman play a factor?
0: Mm, yeah. I feel like I got a point to prove. Hmm. I feel like I already proved it a little bit, though.
1: True. Sure. Do you think it's male-dominated in the field?
0: It is, definitely. Okay. It definitely is. Um, there's some women-owned sneaker businesses, blogs and stuff that are, like, doing really good. But that's a very small number of, like, businesses in the sneaker world. Mm-hmm. Most of them, it's majority men. Like, even when you go to these events, like, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, a sneaker con or a sneaker summit, but, like, there's times where I go and I'm the only woman that has a table. Mm. Or, like, if a woman does have a table, she might be selling, like, clothes, you know, or something else more like that.
2: Mm.
1: Okay so you're just kind of breaking the ceiling right now exactly
2: exactly
1: well i am be rooting for you thank you Hmm. and i did love how you were able to i think your um your sneaker ball when yes. i seen it i was like that's very creative yes. and the way you did your shoot like you you just yeah it was dope yes. i had to give you your props for that well, thank you yeah that was nice
0: the sneaker ball was a blast i want to do it again you do it maybe this year
1: well, let me get my <laughs> let me get my sneakers ready.
0: Yeah, maybe this December. I did it December last time. It was my birthday. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it was stressful. Mm-hmm. I will not do that on my birthday again.
1: Okay, so another day.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Okay. Around the same time, or like.
0: Yeah, my birthday is December ninth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe more like further towards the end of the year. Maybe more towards the beginning of December. I don't know, but not on the ninth. No more. I
1: think you should like continue to build that because that's yeah. Especially for those young people. That's, like, something. And then if it's not for your birthday, too, it's just separate and something you just do annually if just, you can. Because
0: it was fun. It was fun, and it was nice seeing everybody, like, I like seeing how people put stuff together. Yeah. Like, I love to see an outfit come together. mm mm-hmm. I online shop a lot. That's what I should have said when I'm in my bubble. That's what I'll be doing is looking <laughs> at stuff online. <laughs> but it was really cool to see everybody, like, dressed up, but with their sneakers in. People had on old stuff from years ago, just, mm, like, classic, archives, classics. Yeah, yeah, and then people also had on, like, the more recent stuff, like, off-white and stuff. So it was, like, it was cool to see, like, you know, how everybody decided to put their stuff together.
1: Okay, bad. If you do it again, let me know. I got I'll you. I'll pop out. Yeah, I, I can't wait you. to put something together. <laughs> you know, I like putting stuff together.
0: Putting that stuff on. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In closing, mm-hmm. when you hear Kenneth Goes Live, what is one word that comes to mind?
0: Can it goes live? Just like, okay, uh, this word comes to mind because of you, <laughs> but just like active, like just being... Out there, like when I think about you, I just think of like how active you were Mm -hmm. at UH and how active you were on campus and stuff. You know, like even if somebody didn't know you personally, like I'm sure they knew who you were, you know.
1: Okay, that's interesting because that it roots from like how it started into like what it is now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so active. Okay, who do you want to see next on Kenneth Goes Live?
0: Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Definitely, I don't know. Hmm, I don't know who would be a good fit next. I know so many people, too, so I I know I'm going to pick one person and everybody else I know going to be mad.
1: (laughs) It's fine. You can pick more than one person, too.
0: Okay, okay. So I have some very just, I don't know, like, interesting friends, colleagues, whatever. I think, like, some more people in the shoe industry would be cool, but I also think some more women, maybe women in the beauty industry, like – um. I have a friend named Katrina. I think her Instagram is like Katrina Eileen, so okay. a little plug on her. So,
1: yeah, Um, link me to her page and stuff.
0: I got you. I got you. My Nail Tech. I absolutely love My Nail Tech. I feel like she just does the best work, and she's just so <laughs> professional and amazing. So, her Instagram is Danelle Oasis. Um, That's a nice
1: name, Danielle Oasis.
0: She just changed it. She was Nailedy Days, hmm. and now she's Danielle Oasis, so... Trying to get her brand together and stuff. Like, okay, girl, I see you. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody always asks me about her. So, maybe she needs to come sit down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but.
1: But, yeah. Anything else you want to add?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know what else I could think of. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just positive vibes for 2024. You know, doing stuff with intention. Making sure. You're doing the stuff that pushes you forward. Has anything that you've done today pushed you forward? Yeah. I'm not asking you. <laughs> oh, you asking But them. I'm saying, like, just in general, you know. Okay. I feel like that's a good mindset to have every day. Just think about it. Like, did I do anything today that will help my situation?
1: True. We're going to keep that mindset. We're going to journal about it, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. And that's a wrap.
0: What we do
2: here is go back, 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 back. Yeah.
0: Kenneth goes live. Kenneth goes live. Kenneth
2: goes live, baby, baby. Kenneth
0: goes live. Kenneth goes live.
2: Kenneth goes live. Kenneth goes live. Kenneth goes live. Kenneth goes live.